Fans, here they are. We get our first opportunity to talk to them. The new tag team on the block of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Impressive they are, the gangsters. New Jack. Let me tell you something. 30 years ago, we would have been strung up in somebody's tree, getting hung for beating two white boys the way we just did. But now, you might want to come out here and put some belts on us, but the only belts we're going to be wearing around here is the tag team belt. Let me tell you something. I don't like being up here. I was getting out of my car. I slipped and fell. It's a tobacco spit. And you know what I'm saying? Nothing but rednecks up here. Nothing but geeks up here. Nothing but coal miners up here. Chicken farmers. Clansmen. I don't like nobody but my partner. You understand? I don't care who you line up in front of me. I'm going to show you how bad New Jack and Mustafa is. You want to talk about violence? Violence to you might be pushing by in the figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. Like me or not, I didn't come up here to be like. I came up here to get paid. And whoever you put in front of me, I'm going to drop yeah, you down. Yeah. I'd like to send a special yeah, yeah. shout out to my homeboy, OJ Simpson. Keep up the good work, baby. Two less we got to worry about. You understand? Keep up the good work. Louis Farrakhan will be the next president. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, we know you're innocent. You called me last night. You understand? Get ready, Smoking Mountain, because we're going to set this place on fire. All right, fans, there they are. The team to be heard from at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Yeah. New Jack, Mustafa Saeed, the Gangstars. We'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain-in-the-ass Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. What this network needs, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live, live from Shaolin, Staten Island, New York City. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass, Choppy. On Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Episode, uh, was this, 406, 405, one of those. 
Anyway, one of those. One of those. Anyway, we uh, Turnbuckle Throwbacks, we're live on the rant, but we're pre-recorded. <laughs> we're, li- we're, we're live. We're live to tape. We're live to tape. Uh, RantEMRadio.com, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media. I am Phil. I'm Jay. And that's Jay. And uh, let's play Jay's music. I haven't played Jay's music in, in, in uh, two episodes, I think. Let's play it. It kind of pales in comparison to to Natural Born Killers. Oh no, I mean we're not we're not comparing at all. Um, We play that. I mean this is pretty good, though. Of course it is. Um, Well, I mean we we announced on the last episode that New Jack had passed away. Yeah, we were we were completely breaking news. Breaking news here (laughs) on the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Yeah. Yeah. We are uh, completely thrown off by it, so... Yeah, as we speak, we're watching the uh, WrestleMania Backlash pay-per-view. Worst name ever for Worst us. name ever. I agree, Jay. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, You know, there was a lot of mixed emotions. I was telling Jay on, uh, in pre-production on the way here about New Jack's passing. And, I, you know, a friend of the show, Joel Gertner, who was really close with Jack, apparently, um, dropped some knowledge on us about how really decent of a person he is if you knew him. Um, Paulie's very captivating. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, when when talking smack went off the air, I went, you know, I went out of my way to catch that because Heyman is another another polarizing figure. I mean, we'll get into the New Jack stuff, but Heyman, Heyman's an interesting one to to talk about with this because how many people he is essentially wronged. Uh, you know, in this in this business, it's, oh yeah, it's got, you know it's it's up there. So I don't I don't you know I know people would talk about if you know if it's crocodile tears or whatever. I I I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think I think what he's feeling is is legit, but I think how it does come across is two different things because it does kind of seem like he's. He's doing that for the camera, but I, 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 I think he, he, you know, what he said, he, it was a, it was a great thing. He was talking about how he thought it was a ruse, and he thought New Jack was just gonna come back and just go, gotcha, you know, and you know, and you know, I, I thought it was, kind of, I really thought it was good. But he's definitely absolutely polarizing to be doing a eulogy type thing. You know how I knew it was legit because New Jack never worked for the company. Yeah. And the fact that they even let him give him my time for that on on their on their on their waves. Well, you like to you you you'd think that Heyman requested it, and Heyman's you know, I mean, you hate to say that Heyman is genuine. I I don't know if that's the right word. In this scenario, I think you know what I'm gonna listen. People ask me all the time if I ever if I had a chance to have lunch or interview somebody in the business. You know, it would be my first choice, dead or alive. And I said Paul Heyman, and people looked at me like I was, I was crazy. And Jay used this word twice, three times if you count pro, uh, pre-production. He used the word polarizing yeah. about New Jack and about Paul Heyman. And, I mean, you could do an entire podcast about Paul Heyman by himself. Um, the master, the, the mad genius, they called him. The, yeah. you know. But, in, in you know, I think Paul Heyman, for what, you know, all the guys that he's wronged, Ironically, are still cool with him, and it's funny how people. I mean, they they admitted in all these shoe videos that you know I got bounced checks and in between Rhino and everybody else. I think he still owes Tommy Dreamer like thirty grand or fifty grand or hundred grand, whatever it is. Tommy hasn't. Tommy kept the ta- Tommy kept a tally 
of what Paul owed him. Yeah. I, thought that was, I thought that was outstanding. By the way, did, as speaking, uh, the Mysterios just went one with... Dominic just hit the, the worst uh, frog splash. <laughs> I did like that <laughs> super kick he hit Ziggles with before. Yeah. We, we went, he he hit it on Bobby Roode, the most underrated, undervalued guy on the roster. Yeah, Dominic's real green. He's going to have to yeah. work at that, but good for him. We, uh, but we called that. We, but d- anyway. we definitely called that. Thank you, Jay. Yep. Thank, thank you for putting that in there. Um, yeah, but uh, I thought it was – you could see legit he got choked up, and he, he normally doesn't. He said that. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was pretty – You know, pre- listen – um, you're hanging out with somebody for 20 years. You know somebody in, in you know wrestling. I mean, I mean Jack. Jack got. I mean, you said Jack was poor. Jack got his start, his legit start in Smoky Mountain. We just played the promo of them in debuting in yeah. Smoky Mountain. But I mean, ECW was where him and I mean, I was at the arena when he when they jumped the uh, public game. I was so mad. <laughs> if I find the the match the the program. I used to write the results as I was sitting there. Okay. Right? And I wrote gangsters. I'm like, I went, fuckers. You're like, you know, <laughs> I didn't like the gangsters at all because I public enemy with my team, you yeah. know, before I discovered the eliminators. So, and you can watch the video. I'm in the video. I'm in the lower, I'm in the upper left-hand corner of, 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 the, of the, when they jump uh, the, the public enemy. I was there. It was like 95. It was called Double Tables. Hell yeah. So, I, um, legit. But New Jack, New Jack did, was not a nice person. Yeah, I, let's call for what it is. You gotta call for what it is. You know, he didn't get along with a bunch of people in the business. He the the mass transit thing didn't fucking put him in a in a, in a good light. And then apparently he's got a child, uh, a a grown child who's trans, and he basically um, tuned her out. Like you know, yeah. So, but you know, you and then people were talking when Joel Gertner posted his post. People were like, well, what about that? What about me? You know, he he committed a felony what about the people he allegedly killed and what about him he's not what about him doing that to his kid and joel's like can we just let the guy rest for one day before you fucking you know dog him well i think i think gertner said it the best was that he goes listen whatever happened it is what it is because can you let me mourn my friend first before and you know i think there's a little truth to that i you know i said it to to phil where it's like you know anything to uh further somebody's you know, agenda, and you know, I, I'm always somebody that goes. There's a time and place for for stuff like that. I, I don't think. I think if you're if you're honoring your friend, you know, who, you know, who, who Joel feels strongly for. He, 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 you know, New Jack never stabbed him. You know, we. I mean, we could touch on the stuff that happened, and and all we know, like the stuff with you know his kid who. Who, who's trans and if they lost you know they lost um contact because his his kid turned trans transitioned whatever whatever the con the, the vernacular is for that yeah 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 you know all we know is that side of the story we don't know new jack side you know what i mean like right. we don't know that the relationship they had before that so i you know i it's it's so easy to to, to cast them in that light once again there's so many <laughs> other things that New Jack has done that we know for sure he's done that we don't have to really uh, assume or uh, pres- you know uh, you know assume that he did something. So I, that's that's the way I, I I would look at something like that. So you know um, to but I, to attack him on somebody's social media post where he's trying to honor 
somebody that he and and supposedly they had they just ate fairly recently together. They ate they together. did, and then Blue Meanie posted something too. Um, Meanie him and Meanie were tight. Um, that locker room was very unique. Anytime yes. you saw, anytime you saw, uh, Jack and Rob Feinstein posted a bunch of shit. Rob just Rob just hung out with him recently too. Yeah, and they posted a bunch of shit. Um. Uh, Rob said he's been doing stuff with New Jack for years, and you know Jack was good to him too, and whatever, whatever. Um, so, the, but that that locker room was unique. Those guys were tight, you know. And 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 the other thing too was was that um, Jack uh, bared no, uh, he he didn't hold anything back when it came to you know why didn't he work for WCW? Why didn't he work for WWE? And all this other shit. So it's like you know I don't know. You know. Well, he's 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 uh, you know what is he known for? Like, I mean, when you you got a newer fans, you know, a generation, possibly even two generations behind us, which it's funny for me to say that <laughs> on this side of it, um, they they may only know New Jack for his shoot interviews. They they never really seen him wrestle live, and they know the stories, obviously, but it's almost a it's almost a tale of of two different it's a tale of two different careers. He had his ECW, you know, independent wrestling career and and then he had his his Ooh, sorry his, his uh sh- his shoot interview wrestling career which, you know, it's it it's two different things. I I I think and it, and it Famous in one hand because his his shoot interviews are are, are great. <laughs> I just they were they were unbelievably good. Yeah, no, they're all gold. I mean, I wasn't a I wasn't a very uh I wasn't a fan of his really at all to uh, to the point where I mean I I I liked his his <laughs> some of his stuff was I mean promo wise was great. Oh, it's just it was gold. Yeah, but the mass transit thing really fucking turned me off. And well, you know, I mean, let's 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 dive into that a little bit, because obviously there, there's a lot to be said about it. So obviously, I think his name was Eric. Uh, it's, it's escaping me right I'll, now. I'll Eric, bring it up. I'll bring Eric it up. Eric uh, something. I'll bring it up. S- 17 years old. Um, Eric Coolis. Eric Coolis. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, he's 17 years old. He 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 came there, with I believe, with a friend. And his dad, obviously, apparently. I'll bring it up right now. It was um, it was a house show in Revere, Massachusetts. 17-year-old Eric Coolis, an aspiring professional wrestler, used the name Mass Transit, because his dad was a bus driver, by the way, yeah. was seriously injured in a tag team match against the gangsters. The most severe injury occurred when Coolis was bleeded deeply by Jerome New Jack Young, ser- uh, severing two of his arteries. Further controversy arose when it came to light that Coolis had lied to ECW owner and Booker Paul Heyman about his age and professional wrestling training. The incident led to the inaugural ECW pay-per-view Bailey Legal being temporarily canceled <laughs> and legal action from the Coolis family against Young due to Coolis's deception. However, Bailey Legal was reinstated, but they started at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, the incident was Axel Rotten was supposed to work a tag team match with Devon against the Gangsters. But couldn't make the show due to a family emergency, traveling issues, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, Coolis was 17, not 21, and was invited for a tryout. He told Paul Heyman he was 21. And allowed him to fill in for Rotten, saying that he wrestled for Killer Kowalski, who had a school nearby. Yeah, right? Massachusetts, New England. So a retired wrestler who ran a school. In, I got, you know, we all know Killer Kowalski. You know, 
So he had a uh, Mass Transit, which is a Ralph Cramden esque bus driver gimmick before the match. Coolest asked New Jack to blade him, and Jack yeah. agreed. Well, and 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 the way New Jack tells the story is that he's back there, you know, let me get some offense in. Like he's, <laughs> you got you got to look at it from the veteran wrestler. You know who does this as a business? You know who does it as a living? I should say. You know you're you're gonna come in here and try to disrespect what I do. You know that type of stuff. You know, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, you know that's neither here nor there. But that's the mindset. He goes, oh yeah, I can I can make you I can blade you for sure because he's because he's feeling, uh, he's feeling disrespected by by this kid essentially. He's 17. Um, and God, it's. It's brutal. I know. I know. You, you, because you've been saying that you haven't seen it. Like you, like there's only there's only video. There's only the, camcorder the, video. They the never made a cam. home video of it, a fan cam. But I mean, it, when you look at it, there's crutches, toaster oven, like whatever he had. Like, and this was like, they, and that's a thing too, Jay, where they had like a that was commonplace with the with the weapons, you know. Um but when by the time he pummeled this kid, New Jack grabbed the microphone and shouted, "I don't care if, if this motherfucker dies. Yeah. He's white, and I don't like white people. <laughs> I don't like working with people from Boston, and I'm the wrong n word to fuck with." According to New Jack's interview in an RF video shoot, he told Coolest, "This is not a good idea prior to the match." You know, I mean, what's fucked up is the kid wound up dying too from bariatric surgery complications. Yeah. Years later. Years later. When bariatric surgery was um, more invasive when it first came out. I mean, I got it like almost 10 years after it came out. But yeah. when it first came out. Now, which one Which one did you I get? I got the sleeve. The sleeve. But even still, they'd, they'd have to they cut you. Yeah. I went laparoscopically with a robot, right? That's uh-huh. what they normally do now. I had an ex-girlfriend who passed away from that. No shit. Around the same time, Eric Coolest did. It's just complications. So, um, you know, I mean, it was New Jack was... You know, was tried on assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. He was sued by the family. So he was acquitted. So I f- I find this interesting. Now here's, here's punishment, Margassa. Yeah, here he comes. I find this and and the Army of the Dead. So this so WrestleMania Backlash is sponsored by Army of the Dead, the new movie from Netflix, and Batista's in it. So that's why that. Oh, explains. Big Dave! Did they play? Did they play the promo? They yeah. played the. And it explains the fucking zombies. So we went from Jesus. ninjas in 2020, and now we got zombies 2021. That's why we can't have nice things. Great, great booking, guys. Um, <laughs> but I find I find this interesting. So, you know, think of it. I like to look at things objectively. Obviously, what New Jack did is, I'm going to say it's over the top. I'm going to say borderline uncalled for. I'm even going to say it's unprofessional. But at the end of the day, this wouldn't have happened if the kid didn't put himself in this position. Yeah, and what's fucked up, too, is when the medics were pulling him away. <laughs> New Jack is... Well, no, New Jack... Well, Tommy Dreamer ju- intervened and apparently grabbed the kid's hand as they're wheeling him out, and the kid puts the middle finger up. Yeah. So, like, you know... And that's what I mean, like... And th- and then he's going to sit there and, ha- and and then have the goal to, 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 to sue New Jack because he's like, you know what? You know... Because 
he was, I don't know, it's it's negligence on all parties involved. It's negligence on on the kid, and, and, and once again, he, he passed away, so it's really hard to kind of cast stones. Wow, this, this is... This is crazy. This is so now, that, so as Jay as Jay's explaining his uh, as we're talking and we're watching the pay per view live, um, zombies are the appearing. zombies are all attacking. Or they're surrounding the ring with Miz. Uh, this is so stupid. What the hell is going on with Johnny? With uh, Johnny Drip? What the hell is going on with his hair? Oh, uh, it just looks great. That looks like a. He looks like he looks like an eighties. He looks like an eighties <laughs> eighties tag looks, team wrestler. Yeah. He looks like he went to he went to Brian Pillman's hairstylist. Oh, this is a lumberjack match. That's it's right. a lumberjack zombie, zombie match. Lumberjack. Oh my god! And, it, and so then there was a zombie on the the announce table. The they all the announce announcers had to leave. And, you know they had to, they did really good acting there. Uh, I tell you, uh, you know Damian Priest was in a, a featured match in WrestleMania. Now here he is with zombies around the ring. Um, so what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get get at with with this is that it's hard to blame just New Jack. Now, once again, I'm not blaming just New Jack. Yeah, he and and I because that well, that's what everybody's saying. Look what he did to this kid and this and that. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, because here's the deal. My my only my only beef with all this with New Jack, if I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate now, if I if I were if after viewing the footage, right, from what we saw. From what I saw, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. Um. They, I mean, he was legit battered. Oh yeah. And I thought Jack took advantage and just kept fucking pummeling him when he didn't have to. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So he t- he took the character to the which he usually does, takes the character to the max. He does the big spots off the balconies, brings out all the weapons and the shopping cart. I get it, but clearly this kid wasn't moving. Yeah. Clearly, he was bleeding profusely. There's got to be a disconnect if you're if you're performing. You see that, but there's no disconnect with Ujack. That's how he was. Yeah. So anyway, I, but they, but that's what I mean. Like you know, Heyman should have done more. But this it's a different time. This is what ninety six, ninety five, ninety six, ninety six. You know, you you just can't Google somebody at this at this point. You kind of got to take them at their word and. You know, he he lied about his age. You know, what what is Heyman supposed to do? Let me see your ID. He's supposed to card him. Like, I, you know, there's so much that he could have done. You know, but like the like the lawsuit to me, I, I don't know. Like, it's just at, at that point, you know, it's a shame what happened. But you put yourself in that position. I, you know, um, New Jack obviously shouldn't have gone that far. You know, he he was completely taken advantage of him, but. But who's to say that New Jack didn't feel uh, disrespected in yeah. any so- in sort of way? However, even if it's you know irrelevant or you know overblown or what have you, but he he was somebody, and that's how stuff was done. That's how stuff was handled in in the wrestling business. You know, uh, if 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 shit was going astray and you felt. You know, like that, you handled it in the ring. And, like, if somebody wasn't selling your move and you're working, you're working, the guy's not selling or he's not selling to your uh, liking or what have you, and you feel disrespected, you make him sell. You you throw a shot in, and then you make him sell. Like, so, like, it's it, it falls into that weird, blurred line of, you know, if this wasn't inside the confines of wrestling, it would be completely illegal. And we, we're going to be saying that a lot about New Jack. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean his his reputation was 
I mean, was it w- was what it was, you know. Um, we all know, his, like I said, they. I mean, he debuted in in Smoky Mountain. I hadn't, I forgot how old he was. He was fucking almost pushing sixty years old. Yeah, he uh, he, he was, was born by, in sixty three. Yeah, he was, he was he was raised by he was um he, he, was, he was trained by Ray Candy. Yeah, he uh he didn't really start res- wrestling until ninety two. He was almost he was almost twenty nine years old, you know, at that point and. Uh, 28, 29, and he, you know, that's that, and that's kind of late to start, but he, he had a great gimmick, you know, he, he really, he really, really did. He was, you know, he was born, born in the South, and, um, you know, he tells a story about when he was a kid, his, I think his father died when he was five or six, and he tells a story about he remembers, which, you know, Oh, you mean his dad stabbing his mom? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you know, and not saying it didn't, did or didn't happen, but, you know, Phil, how many things, how many things do you remember when you were five years old? That's the thing, though. I, I remember a lot. Not everything, but I can, I can, my memory is great from that. I I can't tell you what I had for dinner three days ago, though. (laughs) That's the problem. I just had this conversation. I think I told you this when I was, when we, uh, when my grandma passed away a few weeks ago. I was having a. I was with all her siblings, with my, with, you know, my mom and her siblings, and my two aunts were hanging out, and in the hospital parking lot, and then we went to to a Wawa like two in the morning, after we left the hospital, and we we're sitting in the park. Their, their Wawas are ginormous, like ours, but yeah. they have like tables and and chairs outside and shit. I never saw that before, so we're all hanging outside. We're all hanging. They get ready to drink coffee, and you know, it's it's been a long day anyway, and. Somebody mentioned something from my childhood, and I was like, "Yeah, you you were wearing a, a, a an, an orange top." And my aunt looked at me like, "You were fucking seven years old. How do you know that?" So I I I can remember shit from I can remember yeah. how people smelled, how they looked, what I was wearing, what I was. So that's why I just started doing the podcast because I can remember stuff from all my wrestling stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I, I could see him remembering shit I like could, that. Yeah, I, listen, it's a that's, traumatic... that was, that's, that's, a, that's a, the point I was getting at. Is yeah. I, I could see him remembering him shooting his dad with in the leg with a gun that his dad probably had there and, and whatever. His dad died a year later, though. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I mean. And, and you know, once again, I'm not, I'm not saying it did or didn't. I just, you know, to me, some of those stuff, and it's a traumatic event, so I could definitely see how, you know, something like that could really just stick with you, for sure. But, and it clearly... Absolutely did because you could see, you know, obviously what's what's happened transpired in his life after then. Yeah. But he started in, in there in, you know, 92, 93. And he uh, well, he was I, in Georgia first. Yeah. US, <coughs> he was in the USWA. And then, he, you know, his his big his big splash was in uh, Smoky Mountain where, you know, uh, Cornette loved him. Cornette loved the fact that he was uh, how he was. And he was. It's a perfect place for somebody's of uh, of of New Jack's, um, <laughs> I guess, charisma, <laughs> his character. No, Cornette it took advantage of his promo skills, and also they needed a babyface tag team for the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, and that was pretty much how it was. You know, it wasn't a thing where he didn't uh, he didn't pull any punches as as punishment punishment Margasso beats the Miz with yep. the help of the zombies. I think the zombie just bit John Morrison, by the way. I hope so. Yeah. So maybe that means Morrison will be a uh, zombie by... Oh, uh, and so is The Miz now. Uh, the Miz did his wife make her debut? Yeah, I think it's next week, right? Um, What's her name? Tyre uh, Valkyrie? Fra- she's, Frankie... She's, in, she's Frankie something now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always want to say Frankie Valley, but it's not that. 
No, it's just the Four Seasons. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet. Right. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. Uh, you know, that's where he made his biggest splash then, and and he, he, it was perfect. It's it, it, his his character was perfect for Smoky Mountain because he was because he could, it's an instant heel heat. Just oh, he's surrounded. You heard it in the promo, surrounded by rednecks, and you know, had his finger on on the pulse of pop culture. He knew what to you know, what what to do and what to say and what buttons to push. And he he was the perfect guy for it. Out of out of him and Kama Mustafa, uh, Kama, no Kama Mustafa, I always want to say Mustafa Saeed, uh, he was hand, you know head and shoulders a way better talker. Way better promo. Even I'd even say way better wrestler too. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so then we fast forward to June seventeenth, nineteen ninety five. I'm sorry, Jay. It was not. It wasn't double tables. It was called um, uh, Bob Wire Hoodies and Choke Slams. <laughs> I was at this event. Uh, it's on VHS. I have to. I want to. I want to get it again. I, I don't have it. Um, it was amazing. It was my uh, my first or second ECW event, um, and it was nothing short but brilliant. I'll I'll run down the card real quick before I get into the the, the, the Broad Street Bully, which was a <laughs> beat uh, the, the New Jersey Devil. There's a, there's a name. Mikey Whipwreck defeated the Big Val Puccio from the Bronx. <laughs> Val Puccio was like seven hundred pounds, legit. <laughs> um. Uh, Vampire Warrior, Gangrel, beat the Shaw Hack Myers. Uh-huh. Tommy Dreamer defeated the Vampire Warrior after that with Luna Vachon. 9-1-1 beat Jungle Jim Steele. Hell yeah. Jungle Jim Steele. Yeah, he he, he was a, he ran his mouth and not not good. 9 one one game. Not good, yeah. Beulah McGillicuddy, the, uh, the future Mrs. Tommy Dreamer, with Raven and Stevie Richards, defeated Luna Vachon. Hey now. Two Cold Scorpio with Taz defeated the Pit Bulls mm-hmm. and Raven. And the main event was the Sandman defending his ECW World Championship. Uh, he beat Cactus Jack in a Bob Wire match. Ah. And he won by TKO. But the Public Enemy were out there doing their thing. And uh, where is it? 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 The Pit Bulls? Yeah. So the... The match was supposed to be Public Enemy defending the tag team championship against Axel Rotten and a, and a tag team partner of his choosing. It came out to be Ian Rotten. And then uh, uh, Bill Alfonso was playing the role of the uh, no, no, no. Uh-huh. He was like the, the, the anti-violent referee. You guys can't do this. Um, you know, you, you guys lost a match in 1994. In November, you can't team together. Whatever, whatever. So Public Enemy was dancing in the ring. They had no... They had no uh, no match, no match, and then uh, this happened. Hold on a second. Rocking. A couple of fans just jumped in the ring. Those aren't fans. <laughs> what are they doing here? They're destroyed. Just hit Johnny Grudge between the eyes with a pipe. They've attacked the ECW Tag Team Champion. He's raking the forehead. 
head of Johnny Grunge. They don't wrestle here. They don't work here. Who in the hell let them in the building? <laughs> fucked up was Public Enemy really had no friends. Mm-hmm. Even though they were an, a face tag team now, they were ruthless and But that but they, they, you know, this was just the the start of the the face the face, the, the face role, yeah. And they were supposed to fight the the new breed, the bad breed, I'm sorry. Um actually rotten, but Bill Alfonso wouldn't allow it. Um and they had no opponents. So they were dancing in the ring and I was dancing with them and you know, and then y'all dancing all of a sudden the fucking gang. I'm like, what? And of course now this is I'm two years removed. No, I'm a year removed from a year. No, two years removed from high school. So I'm like, I'm not even. I'm almost 22 years old. I can remember the tapes we got from Smoky Mountain, and I was like, these guys are fucked up. Oh yeah, these, like they were. The and the Aptomags didn't do them any justice. So it was like, wow. So you know, they it, it was a big turn in ECW. They were just getting, you know, Taz was injured. They had the whole gimmick there with two cold Scorpio. And, and then he, a month later, they brought the Steiners in. I remember that. I was there for that. Um, seeing Cactus Jack, and he came out to Born to be Wild. I love that. Yeah. But seeing your hero up close like that in a barbed wire match after just watching King of the Death match, you know? <laughs> so it was like, holy shit, man. It was like that. For me, that was surreal. I never saw a barbed wire match live before. That was the first time I saw that. Yeah, well, he, you know, especially Sandman. Sandman at this time too was was. We'll do this card. I'm probably. I'm gonna see if I'll see if RF has it. Yeah. Oh God, I'd love to do it. Yeah. But Sandman was over at this time, and uh, he he was he was doing no wrong. He was still. He was still. I mean, he never looked like a wrestler. Like truly, never looked like a wrestler. But neither <laughs> he, was, the, he was. Neither did, neither the Cactus Jack yeah. though. But he, uh, but he had he had some uh, really surprising moves and really really good matches too. Uh, you know, for ECW standards, obviously. But um, but uh, you know, New Jack would would be going on to, you know, tag with, uh, you know, Mustafa Saeed, and he would, uh, you know, they he'd win the belts, right? He, I, I forgot who they beat. They beat uh, where in ECW? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Where's my uh, where's the gimmick? Hold on a minute. Let's pull it back up. I'll pull up the gangsters. The gimmicks here. Um 
Yeah, he was. Uh, he beat the Dudley Boys. Yeah, might have beat the Dudley Boys. They um, let's see. They went on to hold ECW titles twice. Um, they won them. Hold on a minute. Oh, you know what? They might have actually beat the Eliminators. Actually, more. Hold on, I'll, know, I'll say it right now. More impressively, they beat. <sighs> they beat the Public Enemy March sixth, nineteen ninety four. Mhm. And then he. Uh, New Jack is definitely somebody that. And then they want him in the. They want him uh, August third. A doctor is in. That's with Doctor that's Steve Williams and all the docking. Was that Doc and Gordy? I think. Doc and Gordy. It might, it might have been Doc and and Tommy Dreamer against Brian Lee. Um. Yeah, they want him. They, it was a four way dance involving the Bruce Brothers and the Samoan Gangster Party. <laughs> um. That card was dope. That card had um. It was Mikey Whipwreck beating Devin Storm. Johnny Smith beat Louis Spicoli. Axel Rotten beat Devon. Oh, no, yeah. no no contest. Stevie Richards uh, defeated the Sandman with Missy Hyatt. Too Cold and beat Chris Jericho. That was a good match. Shane Douglas uh, retained the ECW television title, or world TV title, against Pitbull 2. He put Pitbull 1 out of business, if you remember that. With the, he had the yes. halo, and he, yeah. Um, Brian Lee and Taz defeated Dr. Death and Tommy Dreamer. Uh, uh-huh. That was the match. And then the gangsters. And then Sabu in the main event was a stretcher match. Sabu and Rob Van Dam. Oh, uh, shit. Okay. So, yeah. So the gangsters, gangsters were one-time Smoky Mountain champion, two-time ECW tag team champion, and then they won the UA one tag team title when they, before they went to Smoky Mountain. Uh-huh. Yeah. After, they, um, after the Georgia run. They, they split in 97. They were, they were a team for only a couple of years. Uh, you know, they split. Mustafa left, and then he got Cronus because Saturn got hurt. The Gangsinators. The Gangsinators. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, New Jack kind of backed himself into the the gimmicks with the, you know, came to the ring with, with, with the garbage can, and, you know, he would blade every match. And, I, I mean, you weren't expecting much, you know, from from a New Jack match, but you were getting entertained, and then yeah, yeah, you know, come ninety eight, ninety nine, he was, uh, you know, <laughs> every building they went into, he would he would be jumping off something on through a table, and uh, you know, I think it was definitely was two thousand. I know with uh, he, he had like that never le- that never ending feud with uh, the Baldies. And uh, he had a match with Vic Grimes. Uh, I forget where it was. Was it Living Dangerously or uh, Heat Wave or s- uh, something? Well, something. Can, I mean, them. you know, you can, I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Him and Spike were a tag team for yes. a while. Yeah, but they would always the same thing. They would always do the 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 gimmick matches, and he, right, right. Uh, you know, but the 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 story went with him and Vic Grimes up on the top, where Vic Vic Grimes they're on they're on top of the somewhere, and Vic Grimes gets fucking cold feet and uh new jack's like well we're going one way or the other so new jack went first and he pulled him off and that was in a shoot interview yeah right? he, I, I saw the same one fractured fractured his skull and uh you know supposedly you know, he said in the dark side of the ring you know vic grimes never never reached out to him never called him to see how he was and you know a year later they were in xpw where <laughs> 
Once again, this is where we're going to blur that line between if it didn't happen in a wrestling ring, it would be attempted murder. We should do a couple of those. I have those. <laughs> oh, I have, I have a few XPW too, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, they're doing the scaffold match, and, you know, he, the story with Sandman telling him he had the fucking stun gun, and he's telling Sandman, he goes, yeah, I'm going to stun his ass, and <laughs> you could see it. It's, I, you know, once again... You can. This is why I I say he's absolutely polarizing because you know he's taking, he's taking full advantage of um his trust that is established within. I could you could see it from both sides. Like you're you're giving your body to the the other person in the ring, and you're supposed to trust them with with, with your body, and that's sacred. And I get that, but you know, uh, in the same sense. I guess when you piss New Jack off, it uh, it's never over until New Jack says it's over. Right, right. So I mean, and and this is the thing, w- which rubbed a lot of guys the wrong way because the business took a turn, obviously in the '90s, right? So it's like you know everything got you like you said those lines were blurred. You had the Monday Night Wars going on. Everything was tits and ass and violence yep. and. You know, and then you know you had Japan with the with the with the death matches, and then of course, and then and then the late nineties you had the the combat zones of the world, and, everything. Yeah. and it just the, the world was changing, and, and, and mainstream wrestling was changing anyway. Yeah. So if if you're gonna give New Jack any kind of credit to to and give him a uh, a rub, not a rub, I don't want to say the, the that's the wrong word. If you want to give him any accolades in terms of his contributions, that's yes, the word I want to I use. Think that's a good word. To the business, it's the fact that he never took away from his character, and he never sh- and he never like switched it up. He no. was never he never toned it down, and he only went somewhere where he was allowed to do whatever he wanted. Basically, yeah. So it wasn't like I mean he was in TNA too, but it was like listen, I this is who I am, and he stayed true. You know, to his, you know, to his character, and 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 listen, a lot of guys, only a couple of guys in the business can actually say they did that. Like, Without a doubt, like Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, yeah, guy, you know, guys who like never changed. I mean, even I mean, Ricky Steamboat never went heel, but like Flair was both, but like never changed, never changed it up. Yeah, never changed it up, and you know, I. I you, I, like I said, I I don't want to sit here because New Jack's dead and say yeah, he was he was one of my favorites. He wasn't. I never really liked the gangsters. I never I never saw them. I mean, and I got a new respect for them though because I a couple of months ago, Mustafa was on with um, what the hell is his name? The guy who worked with Cornette and OVW. Oh, um, uh, the big he was a big guy. Now he's not he's not that big anymore. Um, the King, not the King. What the hell is his name? The guy from Louisville, the heavy set guy. He was. He was on the rant too, and what the hell was his name? Oh, he's Cornette's best. I mean, it's on the tip of my tongue. Brian Les? No, 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 no. It's um, oh god, he managed John Cena in OVW. Oh, okay. uh, the star maker, Kenny, uh, Ken, Ken, Kenny Bolin. Bolin. Kenny Bolin. Kenny Mustafa was on Kenny Bolin's podcast. Yeah, a couple months ago, and Kenny does this thing where um, he's got some ties to the Philippines. He's he was. And every time he like he raises money for the Philippines, and he'll people want to ask questions, and they pay they they'll do they'll like live pay him while he's streaming on Facebook. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm sorry on YouTube. Yeah. And then he'll ask, but Mustafa came on. He was pretty candid about his him being injured and whatever, whatever. 
spoke about New Jack. Nothing bad, but you know him and Jack just didn't get along at one point. That was yeah. it. You know, it wasn't was no controversy. Well, let's, really. call, let's call it what it is. Uh, New Jack is probably a hard person to get along. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to cast judgment, and I feel bad because a lot of these W originals were like posting stuff online. And I was telling Jada something in pre-production, and they would just get, and and like Joel, girl, uh, Joel, and listen, Joel's a friend of the show. You know, we we've hung out with Joel, and we've we Joel's been on the show, and um, you know, I I he, to me he'll he'll do no wrong. Yeah. He's still he's a he's a great guy, and he still contributes, and he's and he's such a good person. And plus, he's from Brooklyn. You can't even knock that. <laughs> but you no, know, when like if you if you're close to somebody and and they and they pass away, the fans have this fucking outlet. Like, here we go again. Like you know, like yeah. let the guy fucking he's not even turned over in his grave yeah, yet. He's you not know? even cold in the grave. And, and like Jay said, we don't know the all the stories with with the, with the kid, the trans kid, and and you know whatever whatever. But I I can't. I don't want to judge. I you don't want to judge. He was entertaining for what he was, and a lot of he had a cult following. Yeah, a lot of those hardcore guys did. Yeah, Sabu. He, Sabu's an asshole. Yeah, Sabu. Uh, th- the last thing we heard about Sabu when he worked for PWS, he fucking he tore a, a um a hotel room apart, smeared shit on the wall, drugs and the whole all this you know, and we saw him at a, at a, at a match a couple of years ago. He was terrible. Yeah. But like you know, it was like I just you know, I never had a problem. I I like seeing Sabu and because he was again he could cult follow all those guys who put their bodies on the line had a cult following. Guys like him and Hayabusa, your hero McFoley yeah. was you know all these guys that put their bodies on the line for for the for the craft, and basically that's how they earn their living. Now they're crippled, but they did, and this is the the, the risk they took. Well, and and I I think you could put New Jack in there as well. Yeah, you and, have to. And you have he, to. And like you said, he's somebody that he never wavered. He was always true to himself. Out, you know, albeit maybe too, too much. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. You know where you know he he stabbed it. He stabbed a guy legitimately like eight or nine times in the ring in like oh four, I think it was oh four oh four or five in Florida, and Jack. You know, it was in the it was in the the vice dark side of the ring where he you know he was in jail and the guy came in and he's like, listen, I'll drop all charges, you know, and he's, he's looking to work with <laughs> new Jack. He's like, yeah, man. No, yeah. Drop the charges. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take this all around the circuit. We'll make some money. And new Jack just fucking high <laughs> tailed it out of town. He wanted to get the hell out of there. Um, that's, that is unequivocally uh new Jack. <laughs> and that's the new Jack. I like to see, but I, I, I want to talk about his shoot interviews. Like his shoot interviews were, like you said, arguably better than his than his in ring product. You know, I yeah. mean, he really made because he he never he he told things from his side and it was brash and it was you know usually drug riddled and or you know drunk you know vodka riddled. I think he was a big uh, big fan of the vodka and uh, you know. He he told great stories. He knew how to captivate people, and uh, I know he was always on. He was always on RF video shoots, you know, for 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 good reasons too, you know, because he did some cool, he did some cool shit. If you own the terrible Anarchy Rules video game, I don't know if you did. I know <laughs> I did. It was terrible. I, I rented it from Palmer Video. Um, his New Jack's theme song was was him on lyrics and Bootsy Collins on the music. 
Really? And if you guys all know, I mean, Jay and I are musicians, so we know. Booty, if you don't know who Booty Collins is, he's a famous bass player for Parliament yeah. and Sly and the Family Stone. Um, but yeah, and Booty was in. Booty was also he did a Groovers in the Heart too. Yeah. That that delight song from from the nineties. Um, because Natural Born Killers was an Ice Cube Dr. Dre song, which that that that's iconic if you're a hip hop fan because, you know, and when N.W.A. broke up, um, just a sidetrack. Cube, like, went on a solo career, and he fucking destroyed the whole crew on, like, his first album or two. Yeah. Um, and then Dre became a gazillionaire producer, and his first couple albums, then he went into the whole headphone thing and whatever. Yeah. But after Easy e died, they kind of squashed. But him and Dre got together on Natural Born Killers, and it was a big fucking deal in hip-hop. And it was a good song, man. That's and a great I, song. I'm, I'm, not even into, I'm not even into West Coast rap a lot, really. And I love Cube, though. I love Cube solo stuff. That first album, well, America's Most Wanted was, was, was dope. And then the second one was good. Um, and then, but no, The Predator was good, too, with, um, with Wicked. And, uh-huh. and um, yeah, the Chili Peppers were in that video, too. Uh, him and Flea is smashing shit with mallets. Um, and he was in Beyond the Mat. Yeah. He was on the, um, obviously, and then uh, if you listen to a song by Weezer called El Scorcho, they reference him. Really? You know what? Maybe, let me see if I can, I'm going to pull it up. I had no idea about I that. I should pull this up. Hold on a minute. El Scorcho. Rivers Cuomo is a huge New Jack fan? He's a ECW. He's a wrestling fan. Ain't that something? Yeah, hold on a second. Definitely did not know that. Let me see. It's a good song, too. Um, he, um... Well, like, and, and especially like going back to the natural border. Replace your notebooks and natural printed documents no, no, with no, Remarkable no, no. 2. The only of tablet my, that feels I tried like to open paper. up on YouTube and I got the fucking, now my Take computer notes. freezes. Yeah. Sorry about that. Hold on a minute. Leave it, leave it. Uh, I, You know, the natural born killer song is just iconic in and of itself. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I asked you to go to the Green Day concert. You said you never heard of them. How cool is that? So I went to your room and read your diary. Watching grunge leg drop new jack to a press table. How many how many people listen to that go, who the fuck is Vic Grimes? No, it's uh no grunge. Johnny oh, grunge. grunge. Oh, you said Johnny Grunge? Watching oh. Grunge leg drop new oh, jack through a press table. Ain't and I, and, I, and when I fr- I, I was I'm a I was a big Weezer fan. Yeah. I liked Weezer. And when I first heard that, I, of course I popped because I knew who it was. Yeah, um, that's, that's actually really good. And, um, and, well, that's what, and that's and that's kind of that's how you can gauge somebody, you know, their impact with this. And I, you know, listen, he's he's worthy enough for us to do to to do a you know a half a show on. Yeah, Rivers. Yeah, Rivers took it from um he saw it, he saw it on a on a magazine. And then he watched it. Yeah. So I'm sorry, go ahead. He, uh, but it, it could show you what, who he was, you know, as a as a performer, and you know, and as an icon. I mean, he's iconic with wrestling. I, you know, 
probably for 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 wrong reasons, uh, bad reasons maybe. Uh, but like I said, you know whether he's beating Gypsy Joe up with a fucking barbed wire bat and well, I and, the Gypsy Joe thing, I got I got to you know I got to side with New Jack on this one because yeah. because this dude is like 107 years old, d- doesn't sell. Yeah, and he's the guy's like legitimately. He's a legit tough guy. He was like in say he was like in his seventies, right? He was like sixty something, sixty-eight, sixty-seven. He was pushing seventy, and he was really in decent shape for his age, but he was a little frail, and he, you know, he didn't sell. So Jack was like, "Fuck this guy," and beat him up. Yeah, and I, beat him up. You so know, and but supposedly there was something backstage, and you know, like listen. <laughs> Once again, I mean, you you listen to New Jack tell it, you just go, yeah, I think that guy, yeah, had it, I think that guy had it coming. Um, uh, here's the, something I didn't know, Jay. He was on the um, him and this guy is any wrestler, Jay Lover, was on the uh, the Daily Show on May 9th, 2013. I have to look it up in a segment entitled "Stay Out of School." <laughs> now you mentioned his shoot videos, right? In 2008, he did a shoot video with the Iron Sheik and Honky Tonk. Yes, I seen clips where the Chris Benoit double murder was discussed. Right. It did, so it's funny. I watched it last night. You did. Okay. It's like it's it really is like a and you could just tell. I don't know what they're on and what they <laughs> whatever's going on there. But he, you know, he talks about how he was friends with 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 woman and yeah. She said he commented that nothing could excuse what Benoit done. Or anybody in WWE or elsewhere defending Benoit from public scrutiny were hypocrites. He also thought that it was ironic how ECW was seen as a violent and dangerous promotion where drug use was encouraged, yet there was only one person who died during Young's five-year tenure with the company. Mm-hmm. Whereas WWE, they averaged three deaths a year. In the same interview, he said he accused Vince of murder and helped falsifying wrestlers' drug tests. And then he said he was he, apparently I didn't he, I didn't see this. He expressed hatred towards Paul Lee. Notably because of the um, lying to his pl- employees and cheating them out of the paychecks. So well, you, you said you saw this, right? Yeah. So that, like, like to me, well, it, there's a few things to touch there. But um, one, he uh, everything he's saying there's um, correct. I, you know, it's hard to argue. <laughs> you know, you you look at it, you look at it objectively. It's hard to argue his his points there. Um, he he went into this. It was a, an absolute monologue. <laughs> That's the easiest way to pull it: yelling, cursing. Um, but you know, just and he's right. Nothing excuses that. No matter what you, I I I personally, this is just my opinion. I have no problem watching a Chris Benoit match because I'm watching it with. Um, I think the right uh, perspective in the sense of. You know, it was. Bef- I'm not excusing what he did, no, by any stretch of the word. Um, but he, what, what was, you know, what, what he did before that was he, he did have a good, a great body of work. Um, you know, within the confines of the wrestling ring. Um, but New Jack, you know, was talking about it as a friend from of Nancy and. You know, as a father, you know, you you look at it differently. And I can absolutely get that. And it was absolutely, you know, something was in that room chemically. Because <laughs> all three of them, but... Uh, as Bianca Belair re- retains against Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and Bailey's going against uh, Michael Cole for whatever reason. Yeah, leave Mitchell Cole alone. Um, but you know he uh, everything he said there though, and that's what I say about going back to Paul Heyman. You know, uh, a, another guy who, you know, he, he I think he, he he's apologized for everything thing he done he's done. You know, but if you if you try to look at it where he it was a it was like the means justified the end or whatever the end justifies the means. Right, right, right. Type of thing. And he was just trying to keep the product on and keep keep it open one more week and you know, um but to 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 lie to your employees and lie to your friends and listen, that like I said you can do an entire fucking podcast, which we which we probably should. You can bring uh, the way we want to break down Vince. You could probably do the same thing about Paul Lee. Yeah, there's so many things that that were intriguing about him. Even when he started out early in his career, it's like, you know, it was just it. Oh, the Rob Van Dam, the they're doing the. Uh, I think it's coming on is tonight. It, is it on tonight? I think it's gonna be on. Oh, tonight. I love this. I love those icons. The Yokozuna one was good. Um, I the didn't, Be- the I Beth didn't, Phoenix one was good. I didn't see the Beth Phoenix one yet. The Yokozuna one I see was great. Yeah, he's fucking. He's Rob Van Dam was so good to watch live. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm just we're just watching the. We told you we're gonna be doing this as we uh to, to record tonight. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very excited for this. I want to see this. I might if it's on time. I'm gonna try to watch it before I crash out. But uh, yep, there you go. Yep. Perfecto. But he, but but you know, just just to kind of put a bow on 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 New Jack, you know. You don't put him in the same vein as as Chris Benoit, but you you can you could differentiate the stuff that he's done. You could just go, all right, man, that's that's a little over the top and shouldn't shouldn't have done that type of thing. But you know, in the same sense, you know, in his head, he felt that it was right. Like he, you know, when he stabbed the guy, he felt disrespected. Like he was getting shots laid in on him. In in the ring, once again, I'm not defending somebody stabbing <laughs> somebody else. I'm glad you're not. Um, but you know, at that point, and and like I said, it's it's just funny how you can blur, you know, within the confines of of a wrestling ring, <laughs> you know, attempted murder, it just goes ignored. It's 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 the it's the magic of uh, New Jack, <laughs> you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I and he had a short-lived podcast. I think that's what he was he was meant to do. And I I think I'm gonna remember him more for his shoot interviews than than what he did inside the ring because, like I said, I think he was underrated in the sense of that he can work and he just, you know, he painted himself into a corner and, you know, you can't, you know, there's a reason why these the you know ACDC takes you know, breaks in between albums and tours because you can't keep up. Brian Johnson can't keep that voice alive like that, you know, and you paint yourself into a corner, you know, and he did what he, you know, he did what he had to do. And he was always that guy. He never worked for the E. I I know there was a story that he was going to be, I think it was, what was it with Cena? He was going to be stabbing Cena or something in the in a in a club or something. I forget. I I don't I don't recall. I forget. You, you might know more about this yeah, than I do. I forget Cena was was feuding with, but uh, there there was talk about bringing New Jack in. So, oh. but uh, 
He would never fit. He no, would, he no. He would never fit. He wouldn't cooperate. Wouldn't cooperate. That's not his that's not his bag. He can't if he can't do his thing. Yeah. Nothing was I mean, the only thing that was scripted was the outcome of most of his matches, right? Yeah. But everything else was was ad-libbed and freestyled and you can't tell somebody like him uh, listen, we're gonna we're gonna write your promos for you. That would that, never fucking happen. That that was his. That's how he made his money, basically. Yeah, it wasn't stabbing people. It was just the promos because <laughs> his promos were outstanding. S- stabbing people came later, <laughs> way later. Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think we spent an hour on New Jack. What we just did. Um, but it's fine. I mean, it is what it is. I think I think it's just it's it, he like like Jay said, very polarizing and very very unique, and a cult following. And um, I don't mind as an ECW hot. I, I was a fan, dude. I was I told you I was there three or four times a, a year in Philly for them. Yeah, and and I missed I only missed one New York show, so I'm pretty I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. So I I I you know I can feel like I can I can do this justice by giving him a, giving him a couple of minutes on our show because yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, well, and 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 that's what it, and it's not we're not. Excusing the things he did, I think we like, we call it as it is. But he he wasn't a nice person, you know. It's just that his contrib you can't ignore his contributions yes. to the game, man. You yep. can't. A lot of guys listen. I, if listen, if I was emotionally invested in what in what my f- what some of my favorite athletes and musicians did, I, I think we mentioned this on the show already. If you know, if I Ozzy was not a nice person, growing. I mean, but he, to me, he's the best frontman ever, 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 to, to ever live. Yeah, you know. But if I he cheated on his wife, he fucking he did a, a bunch of drugs, he pissed on the Alamo, and <laughs> you know whatever, whatever, and and but you know I, if I emotionally invested in that, I wouldn't be a fan. Well, well what's 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 funny now is like you, you said about Ozzy, and it shows you how different life is. Like twenty years ago, I heard that, I'm like, yeah, man, that's fucking awesome. Like I hear that now, and I'm like, what a dick. Yeah, it's kind of a dick thing to do. <laughs> <It's a> dick <laughs> move. But you know the Benoit thing is it it I. I loved Chris Benoit. I mean, he was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So, is do I excuse what he did? No, of course not. But like, you can't disregard his accolades in the ring. You yeah, can't. I, I mean, you can. No, you 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 can't. And, and and I agree because I think, like I said, with everything in 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 life, it's it's perspective. I you know. We're not seller. I, listen, Benoit's never going into the Hall of Fame. I, I, that goes without saying. Uh, it doesn't matter. He can. It could. He can somehow or another find out. You know. Same thing with Pete Rose. Pete Rose is the all-time hit leader in Major League Baseball. Pete Rose did the one thing they told him not to do. Yeah. Bet on baseball. Yep. And not only did he bet on baseball, he lied about it. Yes. And then when they thought about bringing him back, he lied again. Yeah. So it's like. Listen, how many times is Pete Rose going to get a pass? He's not. Yeah. And I, and no one's breaking that record, Jay. No. Nah, no, there's no shot. No, the home run record was broken by cheating. Cheating. <laughs> Basically, but when che- but when it wasn't even a thing. And that's that's a baseball podcast. Yeah. But you see my point. Like well, and and that's what I mean. I like, still love Pete Rose, but he's an asshole. I mean, I'm in it's funny. I guess it's time times a funny thing. I'm in I'm in a different point in my life. You know, with with you know being with the queen and her two two beautiful kids. You know, I guess maybe I'm looking at it from more of a, a of a of a parent's eye. Of a grown up, yeah. I just raised a kid for for almost ten, twelve years. I find it 
there's there's no excuse and and there's no excuse for what transpired that day I, and that's what, and that's kind of what new jack says in that in that epic fucking monologue right <laughs> he says no matter what happens she no matter what she says or does nothing excuses what he did and i and i you're I right you're 100% right you're 100% right but i can once again call you know call a spade a spade where like what he did inside the confines of the ring chris benoit being you know who 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 for that matter uh i can differentiate for the for that moment for that for that moment as long as the match lasts i can differentiate like he listen he was good that's where it starts and stops like that's all i ever need to do because yeah because and then anything else other than that is kind of celebrating it and like you can't defend it like you can't defend it type thing you know in even um you know like they said like the stuff about paul Heyman, like like i mean we're having an open honest discussion where like where where do you stand we we know i'm trying to figure out how to word it you want you want to hold this for the break yeah yeah let's hold it for the break let's take a quick break because i have to pee yeah and i want to answer your question without without thinking about going to the bathroom We got a Turnbuckle Throwbacks. It's Phil. It's Jay. Thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate you, even though we're not live, but we're, we're live recorded. We're, what were you saying? What were we called? Live to tape. Live to tape. Thank you, Warner Wolf. We'll be right back. Let Alfred Hayes take us to the break. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Horns up, beautiful motherfuckers. Radioactive Metal is here on the Shining Wizards Network, and we want you to listen. Every week, we cover the world of heavy metal and speak to your favorite bands. We discuss new releases, concerts, controversies, and everything else that's related to heavy metal. And occasionally, we even talk about pro wrestling. Catch us live every Thursday night on purerockradio.net. Listen to past episodes at RadioactiveMetal.org or at ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. 
And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. This is Doc Gallows and the Machine Gun Carl Anderson, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass choppy, and that's just, just too sweet ski. This album, Stiff Up a Lip. Yeah. I saw them in 2008, and my first time ever seeing them, and they did a whole lot of Rosie, right? Live. Oh, yeah. And they had a big inflatable plus size woman on the stage. My buddy was the medic at Madison Square Garden and told me that Angus needed two bags of fluid. Apparently, he gets two bags of fluid after every show. I believe it. Um,. Well, that's what I, I mean. That's what I, I I mean. Like you know, like there's a you don't you don't get you know famous for that, and you know, and then all of a sudden, like when you're in the you know the late nineties, early two thousands, all that stuff, like yeah, you don't phone it in at that point. Like no, you still, no, you no, still gotta go. No, yeah, you, you know, and it was, and um, black uh no, well, was it black something cherry? Blackstone Cherry. They op- they them. opened up. They were pretty good. I love Blackstone Cherry. Big train rolling. And anyway, oh uh, yeah, that's a good song. Um, they uh, but you do you did you, you mentioned them a couple months ago. We were coming home listening to Eddie Trunk, um, from uh, one of our shows. We did, was still recording at Choppies. All right, Turnbuckle Throwbacks live on the rant. It's Phil. It's Jay. It is um, our rec- <laughs> live to tape. Live to tape. <laughs> I think I'm gonna call it that. At live to tape. Live to tape. <laughs> live to tape. It works. Episode four oh, I think it's four oh five, four. I think it's four oh five, four oh six, whatever. But um, 
Yeah, so Jay and I are, are out this evening. We're going to be out this evening when the, when this goes off. And um, we're going to be uh, just enjoying. Uh, I, have a, I have a party to go to. Jay's going on a little vacation. Yeah, doing a little, uh, little, L- little long siesta. Weekend. Little, little s- long weekend. Little siesta. Listen, um, it's going to come to that. I know in June I'm going away. So I'm going to leave Jay to his devices. We're going to either pre-record or Jay's going to give you one of his shows. And then uh, hopefully Choppy's back by then. And uh, you know, it's just it's a couple times, we're gonna, and then before you know, it, it's the nine-year anniversary. Yep. Which is going to be the second weekend. That we're gonna, which technically, it's, it's Fourth of July weekend. So, July third on a Sunday this year. So we're not going to do a Fourth of July weekend. We're going to be doing it the following weekend. Yeah. I think and we're going to as soon as we work out the, the details, we have an idea we want to do, and I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, we'll uh, keep you guys um in invested. But thank you very much for hanging out with us. As always, we appreciate you. Always, 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 always. Yeah, thank you very much. Now, you had a question for me? Yeah, I, uh, you know, because seeing, cause seeing the, the the thing by Paul Heyman made me really, like, think about how we love Paul Heyman. I love Paul Heyman. I think everything he's done for the business is at a, from a genuine spot. But why, why the deceit? Why, why did he feel like he had to do that stuff to to get where he was? Do you think that he? Because there's no doubt. Like I, I would think that the way that New Jack felt about Paul Heyman, he would just call out probably Paul Heyman and call him a you know a fucking liar and like you don't you don't feel that way. But I, I don't know. I don't think he was acting with that. That's my opinion. Like where where do you, where do you stand with that? I think, and this is not the first time someone's asked me this, actually, so I'm glad um, that you're asking me this because I could answer the same way. I think he went with one business motto and never changed it up. I think that he just wanted to keep it as original as it was. I think he wanted to keep it as authentic as it was. The problem was, though, I think he was too much invested in what he what ECW could have been and what it, and what it was. Yeah. Like... For example, when they got the, the the Nashville Network deal, right, the TNN deal, mm-hmm. it was like okay, but then Vince cut a deal with them for Raw, and it was like all right, and then there was no advertisement, and then the whole mass trans thing with the pay per view was like okay, we'll give you pay per view, but we're gonna have to start an hour early, an hour later, hour later, yeah, and it was like, but then apparently he was owed money because you know there was so many things that, and the problem was. He wanted to retain the the talent, and with with the intent of getting all these monies from different ch- from different entities, and it never panned out that way. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it wasn't like he was a he, it wasn't like he woke up with a rolodex and like who am I gonna fuck over I, today? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and you know, you could tell that he was genuine. I mean, uh, you you watched that ECW thing he did with a couple months ago with Corey Graves and all those guys and Taz and yes, okay. So it was like even Bubba was like, you know, it, it, we all took different roles. Like, you know, they would it, who did merch, mm-hmm. who was booking at one point. Bubba was booking. Tommy Dreamer was booking. Like, yep. who who made T-shirts? Who who the, the the money? Like, you know, it was like he didn't want he wanted to protect it to the point where he couldn't anymore. And he wanted to retain guys, and he couldn't, because guys, you know, this is their livelihood. This is how they feed their families. Yeah. So it's like, and then you know, what bothered me the most about the whole situation was him working for WWE, 
while he was going for bankruptcy in ECW. So it was like, okay, all well, these guys are sitting home getting no money, but yeah, he shows up on fucking Raw one night, and it was like, you know. Well, that's what I mean. You know, so, you know, did he deliberately do that? No, he got an opportunity, and he took it. It wasn't yeah. like he woke up and said, I'm going to fuck these guys over. Ha ha, I'm on TV, you're not. You know, I'm making money, you're not. Yeah, you know? I so, mean, but he also, he. Pr- I don't know if he did. Uh, I, I don't I, think he did. And, you know, like I, don't, I, said, like I, I don't, said. But I don't, I mean, I don't think he paid back any of the debts, per se, that he owed. I don't know. I know he was, I, I don't think he paid back, like, like the Tommy Dreamers. And I know he owed Raven money. He owed Douglas money. I think he's, you know, I, I believe a lot of these guys never got paid what possibly, uh, Rob Van Dam was another one. So, you know, I think that's where that sliminess maybe comes into play. Yeah. And 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 if that's the case then that's kind of it's it, it may be rightfully placed there. But um you know, he you know, because it's it is kind of funny to see how we hold him in such high regard as it, from a fan standpoint. But I know like I know, like, the Good Brothers, when they left, they were telling the story about when they left. Like, you know, they got lied to right right to their face from from, from Heyman. And I find, and, and I remember hearing that just going, wow, you know, that I've, not that I find that hard to believe, but, like, I, I would just imagine that that he would he would love uh, Carl Anderson and, and Doc, Doc Gallows. I thought that would be, like, excuse me, that was, that would be, like, a go-to move for him to, like, and you know, invest in those guys and 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 give them the ball. But uh, apparently, he just kind of just said something to them to you know string them along and like in old old Heyman like way. Yeah, I guess like how he how he got a lot of guys to do <laughs> you know do all the stuff that he did in uh you know in ECW or what have you. I I I just I I find it I find it odd you know that. He's so polarized in, you know, it's the only word I can really think of right now, in, in within the wrestling business. Like, if you love him, you love him, but there's guys that just fucking straight hate him. Well, I mean, if you, you know, if you cut my, if you cut my legs from under me and I can't feed my family or pay my bills or my mortgage, I'm not going to like you very much. Yeah. So yeah. we're watching this three-way now for the, for the, for the Raw title between Bobby Lashley defending against uh, McIntyre and Braun Strowman, and Bob and Bobby Lashley just got thrown into the side of the of the uh, Titantron, yeah, and like with electric sparks and stuff like that. So maybe that's going to put him out. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, not the Titantron, the um, the Thunderdome thing. Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy. WrestleMania backlash. Dummy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I mean, we're a little over an hour. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? We got an hour and 20 in, so, I mean, I don't know what you want to – I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about before we head out or we're good? I, I mean, yeah, I think um, I, 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 I would love to sit there and talk about – I'm trying to think of, like, anything else I've really kind of been hopping on. Oh, apparently, backstage at the AEW, there's really not much heat backstage. But uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I still think there's a little smoke to that fire. Yeah, I was telling Michael and I, Hamo and I, would talk about this yesterday because he stayed over after the show, 
And um, he said, he was re- he's reading off his phone. He's like, you know, he goes, all this heat, he says to me. Yeah. I said, you know what? I said, this is why you don't mix business with with friendship a, a lot because a lot of times, you know, when it comes to business and finances and stuff like that, you know, you're, you're, you're so hard trying to keep the friendship. And now it's like when there's money involved and there's stuff involved, it's like you, you can't now... I heard it was. I heard it was Matt's not talking to Nick. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Like, I listen. You know what? This is what these guys wanted. What yeah. do you think was gonna happen? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they listen. The the Bucks could have just stayed the course and just banked because they were making money hand over foot off of their merch and their bookings. They were booking. They they were millionaires. Off of off of t-shirts alone. Yeah. Okay. Um, none of these guys were hard up for money, and um, they would have been successful no matter what. The the problem was when they start this company now with Tony Khan, the money mark, the the main man, who I I, I again I love what they what they're trying to do, and I think it's you know more wrestling for us the better. But you know if there's really that gripe behind the scenes, it's like you know. At one point, do you put your friendship ahead of the business? You know, ahead of the of their business, the the company, not the wrestling business. Yeah. Um, because now Co- they're all got their own programs going on now. Cody thinks he's a main eventer. He's not. I just you yeah. you, you, you agree? You did you disagree? I, I I I disagree to an extent. Um, I think he's trying to be too much like Dusty. I don't think he's that great in the ring. I think he's he's good. He's 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 you know he's solid. He's a great. He's not he's not a great performer. He doesn't. His dad. The difference between him and his dad. His dad put asses in the seats. Yes. No one's paying to see Cody Rhodes. You might pay that to, to get one of his nine thousand variants of his action figure right now, which are going for a lot of money, by the way. Yes. His the limited edition was going for a lot of money. God bless him. No one's paying to see him. No. I'll pay to see Kenny. I paid to see Kenny Omega main event. Mm-hmm. Okay? I paid to see the Young Bucks main event. Bec- I paid to see those guys main event in Ring of Honor in New Japan when um with the uh with the G1, right? I'm not paying. I'm not I'm not oh as wow. Strowman just power bombed <laughs> fucking McIntyre to 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 the table. It looked menacing. You know that spot's always done, but it look. Let's look, look, look at this replay, Jay. He catches him. Look at this pure brutality. He's a beast, man. Yeah, Braun Strowman's an animal, and he's in great shape. Oh right yeah, he's now. in he's, he's in great in shape, tip top shape. 100 percent, hundred percent. But like, I, you know, I I'm not paying to see Cody Rhodes. I'm no. when I go to an AEW, if I pay if if AEW tours again here, which which I hear they're going to be coming around yeah. August, September, October. That's perfect. Right around our birthdays. Yep. Um, if we go to see, we're going to see AEW. Yeah. The thing is, though, I'm not paying to see Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Unless he's fighting Hangman Page for the title or Kenny Omega for the title. Uh, if, you know, but I just, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I, I don't see the appeal like that. I'm, I'm not emotionally invested like a lot of guys are. I think, I think he is, I, I, like I said, I, I think he's trying to be a little too much like the old man. Which I get it, you know, like I, I get what he's trying to do. But like something like that, man, like you gotta, I, I don't know, man, like you kind of, 
you gotta you gotta be what's the, what's the old saying what what is what does uh Bruce Lee say you gotta be like water don't be the water yeah you got contemplate on the finger I'm sorry oh Drew Drew McIntyre just hit him with the claymore and Bobby Lashley and now came Bobby Lashley's back, back and now Good. he's now he's gonna pinch Strowman. Good. He's I, in a pinch storm. I, I don't want Lashley to win. I don't want Lashley to lose yet. Lashley taking advantage of the one, two, two three. and three. Yep. There you go. That's Claymore spear for the win. Bobby Lashley retains. I think, you know, I think you 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 can stretch this out to to SummerSlam. I think you could stretch you could stretch this out to SummerSlam at the very least. If not, keep it going. Brock Lesnar comes, and we got we get a nice Brock Lesnar against Lashley match. Um, I think. What AEW's finding themselves in is they're they're kind of you could tell that there's so many different philosophies backstage. You got you got Cody who's trying to keep it as old school as he can. The Young Bucks and Omega are just are doing their own thing. Um, I think you know the the stuff inside the ring is 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 good. But at what point do you, do you give do you give the the wrestlers too much creative control, too much to say in their character, where you dilute what you're what you're going for, you know, and and whatever whatever that may be, because even like the stuff with you know with Kenny Omega being the belt collector, which I don't know what happened over with with uh, with Impact over the weekend. But, um, you know, even that's getting a little convoluted and, you know, that was which, hard I, to which kill, I love right? it, which I love. I think so. Yeah, I think it was hard to kill. Let's pull the results off. Which, which I love him being the belt collector and him taking over as the best wrestler in the oh, world. Oh, it was like tonight, that, no? Was it tonight? It, mi- it might no, have no, been. January 16th. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. But I, I, I love what they're doing. But once again, wh- where's where's the end game? Like. You know, are we going to be looking back? You know how we look back at stuff from we can we can tell where they're going now, but like here, like when you're in the middle of it, you can't tell what's happened. Like Cody Rhodes feuding with QT Marshall and then going with this Anthony Agogo, like it's just. But this ha- and you're trying to do the patriot, uh, American-made stand-up for what we believe in, kind of touching on pop culture, which I like, but. The 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 vis, uh, Anthony Agogo, it's he hasn't wrestled. Like, I would almost rather this. I mean, I want I want Pac to be the the champion. I want him to be you know in in the main event. But this would almost be better if it was Pac against Cena. I would have. Yeah, but if Pac is in the title picture, then why? I, I like. Why, why would you even put him against yeah, Cody, who's not but, going for the title? You, you can, but you can use Cody as a step in. Cody's gonna. There's, but, but there's plenty of fight. Pac without Pac, Pac, whatever the fuck. Yeah, how would you say? Without um, without. I'm not saying not use Cody. I'm saying there's you could throw any. There's a bunch of guys that, that are you know contending. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling up the, the. It was exclusively on Impact Plus, which we have. Um, which I always forget we have. Taurus. Uh, Tennille Dashwood and Taylor Lee and Susan Kimberly was a chick that fought Chris Dickinson. If you remember that, yes, I do remember that actually. Number one tag contender match: Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus um, Triple XL, and then versus Raju and Shara versus TJP and Petey Williams, 
Ace and Madman won that. Will Morrissey beat Willie Mack? You know Will Morris. Oh, yeah. Um, Knockouts Championship, my future baby mama, Jordan Grace, and Paul Ellering's daughter, Rachel, um, huh. beat Fire and Flavor. I'm sorry, they lost the uh, Fire and Flavor uh, retainer titles. Um, El Fantasmo from the Bullet Club making his uh, Impact debut on pay-per-view. He was... He lost to Josh Alexander for the uh, X Division Championship by ankle lock. Uh, Deanna Perazzo retains the Knockouts Women's Tam- Championship. And Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice defeated the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. World Championship number one, Moose defeated Sammy Callahan, Matt Cardona, Chris Sabin, Trey Miguel, and Chris Bay. Hey, now. Chris Bay apparently is a, a big to do. In uh, you know, in 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 the wrestling sheets, as it were, we'll stick with uh with Impact. Apparently, they removed Don Callis off of their, off of their uh producers uh stuff, and he's off their roster. Apparently, apparently he's not working for them anymore. Really? That's the rumor, and he's oh, a, I haven't, he's I gonna be exclusively that. a manager for Kenny Omega and AEW. So we'll see how that pans out. I don't know how good this is. All like this dirt sheet, um, crap. You ate doubles uh day before, um, Memorial Day. So yeah. we'll, we'll preview that when we come back from the from our little hiatus. Little yeah, right. A little extendo weekend. Extendo weekend. Anything else before we head out of here? I think that's it, brother. All right, let's uh, let's fucking let's get out of here. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Always soon, yeah. Sorry, man. sorry. You know, thank you for the live to tape. I love it. You know all the gimmicks. Yeah, that's right, Jay. Yeah, you know all the gimmicks. You know all the social go, media gimmicks. Go buy a T-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com/slash Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Be a mark. Buy a shirt. Email. You know, got an e- I got an email today. Actually, I forgot. Why is that? Oh, hold on a minute. That for a minute. Um, <laughs> I'll do. I'll do it again. We got an email from um, a fan um, asking us to do some Mid South. I got an email this morning from I a fan. Am, I am in on that. You know, I was. I haven't watched. We, we actually. Now. It's funny because he actually because you guys. I goes. I've been watching a lot of Mid South. You guys are awesome. So I want. I want to give a Facebook page. And uh, yeah, Jay and I and actually Choppy before he left was talking about doing that. So yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I, I think we should definitely do it. Yeah. So you guys don't know the handles like Jay said. And thank you for hanging out with us. And we'll definitely do some Mid-South, I want to say, soon. Yeah. I want to get Choppy back, man, because, I mean, there's so many things we want to do with him, and he's fucking... So many on, things we got to catch up on On now. location. Yeah. And um, I think that's it. Jay, anything else? That's it, brother. Guys, you're amazing as always. Thank you for hanging out with us. And um, you know the deal. We'll be back. Same bad time, same bad channel next week. And uh, that's pretty much it. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.